It's time to feel the rage. Welcome to Film Rage, where we talk movies in cinema, streaming, and classic films as well. Directors and actors, beware, as you cannot hide from the rage. My name is Bryce, and I'm part of the Film Rage crew, which also includes Jim. Hey there, Jim. Hey, 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 Bryce. Also, we have Murray, who must have been super stoked this week, as we all know that the merman loves him some Dracula. That I do. And we will be reviewing The Last Voyage of the Demeter this week. So are you super stoked? Were you stoked going in? Or stoke, to, stoker? To, to be continued. Were you more stoked or I'm, stoker? I'm not asking for your opinion coming out. I'm just saying, were you stoked going in? I was stokered. <laughs> Rom stokered. So with the introductions out of the way, let's rage on. Oh, baby. Thanks to all of the supporters. If you love our independent podcast, please like, subscribe, share, and give us a five-star rating on your listening platform. Or support us and join the Film Rage community by joining our membership at buymeacoffee.com forward slash filmrageyyc. If you can act, commit to a membership, you can still buy us a movie rental and dare us to see a terrible movie. And we will watch it if it played anywhere in the world. Anywhere, even on a haunted ship in the middle of... A bay somewhere <laughs> in the Mediterranean Sea. As long as it played in a theater, that's the rules. Now, right. let's get to raging. But first, here's a word from our sponsor. Hey Bryce, what are you doing tonight? I'm going to my favorite cinema, Canyon Meadows Cinema, to see the best second-run movies at the best price. What? How inexpensive are they? Regular price is five bucks, five bucks. Regular price is five bucks, five bucks. Makes me hope they also serve pizza. They do, plus a lot of other great food choices. Plus, I'm planning my office Christmas party there. They can host a plethora of options for any get-together. Gaming, movie, drag show? Drag show? Now I know where I'm planning my next party. Hey, maybe you think there's a, a Liam Neeson or a superhero movie plan? Ugh, I hope not. But uh, maybe there'll be a great independent documentary. Sure. Call CMC at 403-670-5444 to book a special event or go online at canyonmeadowscinemas.ca. doesn't feel very dark and mysterious music we should have special custom music for this shut up with your special custom music. i love special custom music we're having special custom music for every freaking movie that we see why not it'd be kind of fun well just maybe okay, just well, once for different you send genres. it to me and i'll put it on the roadcaster there's sherlock sparky yeah. sparky um so as we talked about last week we're going to start a new section on this podcast called the amazing murray predicts to see how right he actually is because he thinks he can put Bryce and I in a box. And I know everybody in their mind right now is picturing Mike Myers pretending he's inside of a box right now. That's right. That's listening to us. If you don't know what that reference is, go on YouTube, you'll find out. So Murray, we got to see two movies, one in cinema and one we're gonna be talking about later well, technically three. We're not talking about the third one, are we? No, because that's a dare. 
No. Oh, okay. We're done with the other one, are we? I didn't think we were. That's right. Okay. We're going to do a prediction. You're going to be predicting about, every about, movie. I didn't write about that one. No, you don't have to. Oh, you have okay. to predict what Bryce and I are going to rate it based on one, the movie. The one, one movie, movie I did. Well, we saw one for the lists, and then we saw one in What's cinema. He's got to predict everything, oh, Bryce. No, no, he just has to yes. predict the ones in cinema, you wiener. No. Yes. That's the right. lists, I don't even give a rating for half the time. Well, you should. What, aren't we don't a, tell me what to do. Aren't we a Film Rage podcast that does movie reviews? Have you been paying attention to what we've been doing for the last... We haven't been rating them every time. Sometimes we do. But now we're going to. That's what I'm saying. So Murray can predict it. Important information like this has to be shared, Bryce. This is just dumb. But anyways, go ahead. Oh, he doesn't... Yeah, okay. So you want me to give you my prediction before we even start talking? Yes, this is the prediction. Ne right. Next week, we'll have it more streamlined and more efficient because we'll have our own Murray predicts music and everything. All right, based on the kind of movie. Not that, kind that, of movie, what movie? No, The Last Voyage of the Demeter. Okay. The kind of movie that it was. Yes. I predict Bryce didn't like it. Okay. And gave it a rage. All right. And because you like violence. Yes. You gave it a man. Okay. All right. And do you care to predict the other one with the camp? Well, uh, just listening to you guys talk, I'm guessing you didn't like that one too much either. That kind of spoiled it a little yeah. bit. Yeah. So that, he doesn't, he's not really predicting If I had anything. actually seen the movie, I might have been able, I had no idea what it's about. But usually you say you can predict just based yeah, on what the name of the stuff that movie we've is. Seen. No, not just based on the movie, on what the name of it. You know what? He's going to do I, a I, lot I, more research for the podcast. I, I have to know what it's about. All right. Anyway. Anyway, continue. indeed. We saw. Would you call this movie? The Last Voyage of the Demeter. Nice. So it's got vampires in it. Well, you tell from the title of the movie? yeah, obviously, because that was the ship it, that it's about Dracula sailing. took to England. It's about sailing. <laughs> took it, he did. Okay, tell us about... He bummed a ride. He bummed, bummed a ride. <laughs> there was some bumming going on for sure. boxes of dirt. <laughs> The Last Voyage of the Demeter is the seventh chapter of Bram Stoker's Dracula, expanded into a two-hour movie. It tells the tale of Dracula's journey from Transylvania to London aboard a cargo ship named the Demeter, hence the name of the movie. It is a story that most of us going in know the outcome, and for those who do not, they completely spoil it in the first two minutes. <laughs> so, you know, that was a choice. <laughs> that was a choice. It also has a tacked-on ending that so sets up a possible sequel that falls a little flat. In between the odd spoiler beginning and the forced ending is a very good bit of horror. We witness the crew of the Demeter get picked off one by one as Dracula feeds on them nightly. We get some decent-looking gore, although we also get some rather shoddy-looking CGI. We get some very good performances from Corey Hawkins as the ship's doctor, Clemens, Liam Cunningham as Captain Elliot, Woody Norman as his grandson, Toby, and the always creepy David Desmalchi. Oh, baby. As Fuck Wojcik, the ship's first mate. The pace lets the story breathe and builds the tension on the ship. When we are introduced to Dracula for the first time, it is a pretty cool reveal. The Dracula design is heavily influenced by Nosferatu and looks really good sometimes. Uh-oh. And not so good other times. It is one of the many inconsistencies in the film. 
However, the look of the film is consistently eerie throughout. Whether in daylight or in moonlight, the ship drips with a spooky dread. Aside from the beginning and the ending, this is an effective horror movie, which is impressive as almost everyone knows the end going in. And if you don't, as mentioned, they give it away in the first couple of minutes. So much good in this, but bad CGI and the inexplicable bookends of this film, along with some questionable decision-making from our protagonists that made little sense, make a potential Mondo into a slightly disappointing meh. So far, Murray is zero for one. Color me surprised. Yep. Well, you are surprised. You said he would rage. I figured he would. So you don't know him as much as you thought you knew him. Now, let's see how well you knew me. I think he knows you. <laughs> he does know me pretty good. I think he's going to say the same thing as Ed Bryce. He knows said. me inside and out, and I'll let you all imagine what that means. So, <clears throat> the last voyage of Demeter. Demeter. I don't think it's Demeter. It's Demeter. It's Demeter. It's not Demeter. It's Demeter. Demeter. Is it? It is. It should have the spelling of meat in it. It's, it's based on the whatever the the, the Dracula the thing. Greek whatever the, the, the Dracula sucking thing with the Greeks. Anyways, stuff. that's Demeter, and that's Demeter. what it, that's what the ship is is nice. named after. I think it should be Demeter, if it has an it's A in it. It's based on the Greek mythology, and it's yeah. Demeter. Okay. It's not Demeter. I like Demeter better. <sighs> I don't care. Talk. Call it what you want. <laughs> Just get on with your freaking review. <laughs> Dracula, the story, and of course, the original vampire film, Nosferatu, are great stories. Yes. The concept of The Last Voyage is a fantastic story of our boy Drac and his voyage. The story idea of this is a great idea. In the right hands, Murray. Mm -hmm. Like most movies based on books... This had to add a lot of it to fill it out to a full movie, as Bryce has already alluded to. This isn't actually the entire chapter seven. It's only a very small portion of chapter Depending seven. Depending on the book, it's probably about 16 pages. Yeah, it's, but so chapter seven is- they pages and then added a whole lot. They to added to a, a whole shit ton more. Are you talking about chapter seven of Bram Stoker's Dracula? Yes. We are. Yes. Because I reread it. Yeah. For this movie. Well, because in the, in the movie, at least the Gary Oldman one, they, they kind of skip over it. Like, like it's like a five-minute scene. Yeah, this movie. is the whole movie. Which is about what it should be should, based on the length of the book. Yeah. <laughs> right. Based on the book, it should have been a seven-minute movie. Yes. The things that are great about this movie, the atmosphere, yep. the sound, and music is probably, I'm going to say, in the top five horror movies of the last decade wow. for sound alone. Cool. Not necessarily just for the music, but the sound in this, this is like, I don't say award-winning. I'm going to say this could possibly meet my Jim Film Rage Award of the Year. The sound in this was so freaking incredible. Creepy as hell. Yeah, and just so good. Like there was moments in it where it's like, it's like you just hear this little creaking off to the behind your yeah. head, like the surround sound in this, yeah. and just letting the atmosphere of it just float over you. It was it was brilliant. The acting in particular, uh, or should I say, in particular, Polka Dot Man himself, David Dashmillian, is particularly mesmerizing in this. In fact, all of the acting was all pretty stellar. 
what else would you ask from such an amazing cast? Mm. All the scenes with Toby, and I mean Toby with the doctor, mm. Toby with his dog, Toby with animals, Toby mm. with his dad on the deck as he bursts into flames and scolds his dad half to death. The entire cabin scene with Toby and the attack on said cabin and finally toby and drac as they got to know each other a little <laughs> better mm. and become much closer that was a good scene. what i'm saying is all toby all the time so you like toby i'm a i'm definitely on team He's toby team toby i want to get a t-shirt that says team team toby Nobody will know what me. <laughs> well, people who know me, they will. And in case you were wondering, the greatest thing in this movie, Toby, <laughs> is not even in the original book. What? Neither is the doctor. No. Both are added characters. Huh. So Fair. what are we saying when the best stuff in this was added? Hmm. And when was Dracula written? Like 1900? <laughs> yeah, what's the point? Yeah, let's do for an update. Well, <laughs> let me tell you more. Part of where the story seems to fall apart is that it paints our lead actor, Corey Hawkins, who plays Clemens, as an intelligent and scientific-based doctor who does actually start out making wise and good decisions. But they soon realize that Drac likes to suck at night. And then every decision that they make after this is completely idiotic and makes a lot of no sense whatsoever. The fact every time they decide to go look for Drac, they wait until daytime, wasn't sitting very well with me. I'm just gonna say that, put it out there right now. Yes, it made it scarier because they did it at nighttime when they went looking for him. But as far as making sense, it absolutely did not. This is one of the things writing, uh, where the writing is actually, I just think it could have been made so much better had they not spent time doing idiotic things and made things more that made sense, but still kept it scary. I think they could have stayed truer to the actual simple story that was written in chapter seven for seven minutes, but they could have stretched that out longer and then cut out 20 minutes of the film because it was too long for me too. I was like, there was a bit of drag that was happening here. On top of that, the CGI was completely awful. The CGI fire was the worst fire I've ever seen. Yeah, the CGI bad. blood was probably the worst blood I've ever seen. And the CGI of everything that was CGI in this was also the worst I've ever seen. Eh, some of it was okay. No, it was not Predominantly, okay. it was not It was good. predominantly poopy. The attacks in the monster were pretty good, but because they start the film, as Bryce has already alluded to, after the Demeter lands, it makes the suspense of the film not as great. Because you already know how things are going to work out. Well, almost work out. Because <laughs> well. if you read the book, you weren't expecting a doctor and the best thing in the movie, Toby. So... You know, what do you expect? Mm. Plus, this had the absolute worst ending of any movie about Dracula that I've ever seen mm. in my entire life. And I've seen them all, even Dead and Loving It, where Leslie Nelson played Dracula, and the ending of that was better than this. Maybe they just should have used that ending. They should have used the ending of that. Absolutely. It would have made it way better. So, starts and ends terrible. We got a lot of awesome from Everything Cody and Polka Dot Man. 
The acting, sound, monster are all great, but the story, CGI, stupidity level are not great. You said Cody, you meant Toby. I meant Toby. <laughs> I did. I have to get the t-shirt now. Yes. I don't want Team Cody. I want Team no. Toby. Who wants Team Cody? That's, that's the worst. That's so, like most vampire films, this one also sucks. Just not as much as it was. It could have been a rage. Dracula and his ship, the Demeter. I want to suck your man. Ah, uh, yes. Murray nailed it. He, well, he nailed you. Yeah. Didn't nail me. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Murray, what'd you think of sucking on some Drac? That's what they should have called it. Mm. Sucking on some Drac. In the Demeter. <gasps> Demeter style. All right, let's have it. What's what did you think about your man Dracky? You're too done. Yeah, a little we're, bit. We're never done. I know yeah. you're never done because it was turn me over. Being a huge fan of vampire films in general, and the Legend of Dracula specifically, I was actually really looking forward to this film. As that's, was I. That's a bad start when he yeah, says I that, was actually. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> kind of a hint. Goes downhill. Then yeah. I when. saw yeah. the bad reviews. Okay. You, Who cares? Why do you do that? Because I I stroll through entertainment feeds. Yeah, but what does that mean about um, your emotional? And the box office numbers. Yeah. It tanked. Yeah. So. And I hesitated. Uh, you know what? It was everything I was expecting. What? And more. And Ooh. more. He just put a Demeter on us. <laughs> he did. He totally Demetered us. You don't I thought know he was me. going one way, and then See? he went the other he way. Went, he totally me. Demetered us. Uh, no, no, no. I could have predicted. It's a vampire. I want anyway. no. I hated Nicolas Cage. Movie. Yeah, yeah, that but was that's the same legend. That, yeah, but uh, that's but it was not making fun of your. Yeah, it was making. Yeah, that's it why. was making fun of you. This one was very true to form. That's of right. Vampires. That's why I liked it. All right. Um, I want to quote one of Hollywood's best directors when he reviewed it. Wes Anderson. I enjoyed Last ben Voyage Affleck? of the Demeter so much. Gorgeous, lavish, and savage. That was. Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, I could see him, him saying yeah, I could see him I liking it. agree more. Director of this film. What did Ben Affleck think of it? Who cares? He's oh. an idiot. <laughs> I have to agree with Murray on that one. Uh, director of this film said it was Alien on a ship. Yeah. I also like. couldn't agree more. Mm. He did a very good job building tension. Much like Jaws and Alien, you don't actually need to see the creature to feel the suspense. Cast was great. I mean... You had that old guy from Game of Thrones and the polka dot guy. Every member of the crew was fascinating with Especially their Toby. own backstory. Uh, I absolutely loved the design of the ship and the look of the Dracula creature. Yeah. It was more Nosferatu than Prince Vlad, but it worked. Mm. Uh, I don't think he said more than three lines in the film, uh, but it was just enough to show he wasn't a mindless creature. You will. There was one quote actually on IMDb. I, I didn't hear it in the movie, but it's uh, he goes, I am Nosferatu. And the girl goes, You're Italian? <laughs> I don't remember hearing that. I think that might have been edited. Hey, it was cut out, but um, I can't say enough about how awesome the blood and gore were. There were some really awesome kills. It definitely could have been bloodier at the end, but I felt completely satisfied by the closing credits. There are some critics, most likely morons, that said they knew how the movie was going to end. Well, no shit. 
It was based on a famous book. And it's fucking Dracula. People knew how Titanic was going to end too. Spoiler alert, the boat sinks. Yeah, but... but that, that doesn't stop millions from going to see it. Yeah, but this ended not the way that the book well, ended. No, but it made, well, yeah, because they added stuff to make a different story. But I mean, And it was pretty But they showed you how it ended in the first two minutes. Mm. Well, and, did and if they? You, and if you saw any Dracula movie, you know, he makes it to England. Yep. That's true. He does. Like, that's no, it's not really a surprise. But that's not how the movie ends, Murray. Only thing that was a surprise was, how, was who actually lived on the ship and who didn't. Like they, I'm sure they all originally. Because in the yes, that's exactly what happens. Everybody died. Of course, I don't know how the ship even got to the shore if everyone's dead. It crashed on the shore. Yeah. Yes. Drac just drove it right into the shore, and then he flew, and then for some. Yeah, you know what? I may change my rating now. Yeah, you're just the ending. Just because the ending was so terrible. I was okay with it. But yeah, I would have been happier if it just ended. You're you're okay. You know what? This is probably the worst spoilers. We've already spoiled a lot of this movie for everybody. You should see True. this movie for the visuals and sound. There's no alone. spoiling this movie. There's a spoiler in the movie because it should have ended the way the book ended. Yeah, okay. And it didn't. It ended like it was now going to be like, um, what was that movie, the last movie Sean Connery made, the Ex- League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? Mm-hmm. That's what it ended like. It was like the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen slash Drac meets Liam Neeson, old man Neeson. This is how... This is what we're gonna have to expect for the you're the just, part two. I don't even of this. know what the hell you're talking it's, about. Now. It's 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 just set itself up for a franchise. So well, it's, it's it, not gonna it, be a franchise. Not, probably not. It lost 150 million dollars. It's not gonna be a franchise. Well, but it did. Like that's probably why it's lost all. They were that hoping, money. but yeah, no, because people didn't know what the hell it was about, so they didn't go see it. They had no idea it was a Dracula movie. Well, from they, the commercials, they, you they didn't kind care. of tell. Anyway. Yes, back I, on track. I honestly didn't get why it didn't do better at the box office. The screening I was at was almost packed. Funny enough, by a lot of kids. Not teenagers, but eight-year-olds. What? And it's a 14-plus movie. What? I guess things haven't changed in 40 years. People still try to sneak into uh, adult movies when they're yeah. kids. Anyway, I think most of the audience liked it. So did I. Prince of Darkness Mondo. There you go. And yes, you do know. Yes, could have predicted that with it. Although I didn't think I was going to like it as much as I did. See, I wasn't sure. I couldn't predict before seeing it, but once I saw it, I said, "Yeah, this is totally." I figured you guys. This would is totally hate it. vampire. I figured you guys would have hated it. Well, there was things about it I did hate. Yeah, there was stuff that I well, didn't like at all. Because you guys picked it apart, but... I didn't. I just enjoyed it for what it was. Well, I also enjoyed the middle for yeah. the most part when there wasn't silly CGI. And they did use practical and effects. Bad it wasn't just decision CGI. making. Yeah, but the, if you're getting. Okay. I, I, I really need I, to go I, into I, this in grave detail. I honestly don't give a crap about Dude. CGI. I mean, the, 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 to quote an example, I mean, Batman and Robin. Why not just set the, people they're, on they're fire on like space. the old days? The, the, yeah. In like ba- in the... In a Batman and Robin, <laughs> no, they, they, they were on a rocket ship and they surfed back down on like the a door of, of the rocket what? ship. Yeah, but see what I... What's, there was a rocket ship on the, this movie? The, Did no, I sleep Batman, through it? No, in Batman, the Batman. Batman. Oh, Batman. According yeah. to example. Batman was in this movie? You're he's coming. It he's, ben Affleck. It could have it been. There's ears. That's yeah, crazy. No, I think ultimately what bad CGI does... I thought I does, stayed awake it, through this one. <laughs> you did, actually. But you know what? 
bad CGI does is it takes you out of the movie at that moment, and yeah. you're like, I, I am so and immersed then, in this. It, there was so it, much good, and it the got practical me back effects in, were And then good. I was pulled back again, and then I got back in, and then it's yeah. like, uh, well, that's stupid. And there then was, I got back in. And this was too long for me, though. This it, was. It, it didn't have to be two hours. It did long. not need to be two hours. It was a bit long. Yeah, it was too yeah, long. The guy in front of me went to the bathroom four times. Good for him. I kind of am jealous, but you know that I did as well, and the, I didn't leave my seat. That's. I, that depends on what you're meaning. But, you know, the the thing is, I think if they would have stuck to the actual book, they still could have stretched this out into a nice tight hour and a half, maybe hour and 20 minutes. Hour and 20 minutes would have yeah, been nice. And, and they still could have made it believable. But that's the biggest part. I, like, don't get me wrong. Atmospherically, this is a great film. Yep. It has a really good feel. The way they end it and the way they started it was terrible. Yep. And and the fact that um, through the middle, they keep making stupid decisions. They created two new characters, although, you know, they could have just always included Toby. It just would have had to have been there. Mm. But otherwise, yeah, they could have they could have stuck to the, the plan. Quit messing with okay. artistry. It's, uh, yeah, there you go. So... So that's uh, two okay mayos and a mondo. I was okay with it. It was a mondo sandwich. A Looked at a hell of a lot better than Nicolas Cage's movie. That's for damn sure. I didn't, because it was hilarious. Uh, no, it really wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't great. It was fantastic. It had some moments too, though. Yeah. I was at Aquafina, so you know that that in that. itself deserves to be a mondo. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> and that's the only movie we saw in cinemas. Right. And they're going to see 10 movies next week. No, I won't, not. but they will. Ish. Ish. <laughs> I bet you I can predict what you're going to pick as your I don't Merman think you, Minute. I don't think you will. Okay, well then. We'll just see, won't we? Yes, we will. This week, the top 10 Dracula movies of all ri- time. The Rise and Fall of Joel Schumacher. What? You don't know. I didn't know. I'm a little uh, excited about this. I oh, decided to help on. Jim with his Rage or Dare this week. You did? Plus, I loved almost all the Batman films, except for those with that guy I can't stand and whose name shall shall remain nameless. I don't know. Unfortunately, Batman and Robin was not one of the good ones. What? Holy nipple Batsuit, Batman. I actually had forgotten that Joel Schumacher directed two of these. I can honestly say he was one of my favorite directors from the 80s and 90s. What? Uh, what? One of my favorite directors. Oh. Okay. Was, okay. was, was. Ah. Uh. See, if you be quiet and listen, you'll know. Okay. It's safe to say he went off the rails with Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. Which one was So first? I decided to look back at his career and remember the gems. 1985, there was St. Elmo's Fire. That was terrible. With the Brad Pack, a more grown-up breakfast club. Featured the who's who of Hollywood in the 80s. You didn't like that movie. <laughs> Is this my minute or Bryce's minute? It's so you, shut the hell up. Your you, you do know what his favorite movie is, though, in this in this list. Of course. I'm getting to that. Yes. All right. It featured Fun a who's who of Hollywood in the 80s. Rob Lowe, yep. Demi Moore, mm-hmm. Milo Estevez, yeah. Judd Nelson, Ali Sheedy. That's a who's who, yeah. He followed that up with my favorite vampire movie of all time, Lost Boys. <laughs> Again, the best of 80s young Hollywood. 
my man Kiefer Sutherland, Jason Patrick, the two Corys, Diane Weist, the future Bill S. Preston of the Bill and Ted fame, Esquire. Alex Winter, and America's favorite old fart, Bernard Hughes. Mm. Plus an awesome soundtrack. I didn't like that. People one. will say, looking at you, Jim and Bryce, yeah. that Flatliners wasn't a great movie. It wasn't. I movie. happen to love I li- it. I like it more than Jim did. <laughs> Again, still awful. my man Kiefer... And yep. the eternal Kevin Bacon. I think that might be my problem. Along with Keeper the always funny... Should I just stop now? <laughs> like, seriously. Let's hear it. Keep on going. Yeah, I'm trying to. Yeah, but you told us. You're but like, you won't shut up. You had to say Jim and Bryce, and then it just yes. <laughs> turned I'm looking off. at you, not asking for your opinion. Oh, okay. Oh, there we go. I misunderstood. Me too. Flatliners. Yeah. You loved it. I liked it. I didn't love it. Oh. Okay. Uh, Unfortunately, it also featured the repulse of Julia Roberts. Mm. That is true. In fact, this film was the reason Kiefer got engaged to Roberts. Then got his heart broken when she dumped him three days before the wedding. That also makes sense. For his BFF, Jason Patrick. Wait, so you're saying that Julia Roberts was in a movie where she did that to somebody who didn't? No, she did it in real life. That's yeah, awesome. She but met also him. in a movie. She met Oh, maybe she did. I don't know. But maybe that's where they got the idea from. But she met him on Flatliners, started dating him. Then she dumped him right before the wedding. Who cares? To go out with Jason. Just saying. That's why I hate her. Um. Anyway, I enjoyed the movie despite her. Okay. After another crappy Julia Roberts movie called <laughs> Dying Young, Schumacher that's with Campbell Scott. made back-to-back classics with Falling Down, and the clients. Okay. Can't go wrong with Michael Douglas going ballistic in a McDonald's. True. That was Why amazing. do they stop serving breakfast at 11 a.m.? No kidding. Yes. Well, they and don't anymore. Every, that's, John that's why Grisham, they have all day breakfast now, so nobody will die. John Grisham has some really good books. It's not surprising that it did well. Yeah, the client was okay. Then came the bat kill, Kilmer. It's not easy to take over from Tim Burton and Michael Keaton, but Schumacher really went for it. Corny, oddball characters. Jim Carrey at his most outrageous. Nicole Kidman, who I usually love, basically phoned it in. Then there's the absolutely dreadful Chris O'Donnell. You think one would be enough? But no, Schumacher had to try his luck again. A new Batman, Hollywood golden boy George Clooney. Yes. Arnold Schwarzenegger, who got paid way too much to spout cheesy cold and ice puns. Uma Thurman at her absolute worst. Yet the worst offender was Alicia Silverstone. She always is. Apparently, she's at her best in music videos when she doesn't talk. Uh. I'll spare you the rest of his hits and misses. (laughs) Needless to say, he never really recovered from this flop. While I actually enjoyed Phantom of the Opera, Bryce and Phone Booth wasn't half bad. I prefer to remember his earlier work when he was still good. Okay, there. I'm done. Done like dinner? You know, he's... Make comment your snarky comments. Schlumacher is one of those... Schlumacher. Is one of those directors that he's either really good... Or awful. Or completely awful. And he hasn't made a good movie in 20 years. I don't know. I I thought he's... Some of his best movies were made at the end. Tigerland was pretty good. Mm -hmm. Um... Phone booth was when's the last time 2011 was his last thing. Yes. 
So no. there you go. Maybe he, maybe he died. I don't know. He died in 2020, I think. So he, there you go. Well, he did some stuff on House of Cards. So. Yeah, he did like four scenes or whatever that. Yeah. So then that then they got canceled. You know, know who? I don't know what a House of Cards is. Well, we're gonna no hear surprise. more about Joel Schumacher later in this episode. Yes, Lucky you all. I'm sure Lovely. we are. I thought this episode was going to be under 30 minutes with one Yeah, well, movie. it's going to well, be an hour and a half. it would be if you wouldn't stop interrupting me. That's true. We had to stop the podcast for intermission. Twice. <laughs> Just so you'd shut up. Anyway. Temperature rising. Vision blurring. Rage taking over. CGI and horror movies. This um, movie could have been brilliant, but for not for the CGI and the terrible writing, it had to drag it down to a, a low math for me. So Demeter, stick to the plan. Stoker wrote a good book and chapters, let's say one third of chapter seven could have been a really good 80 minute movie mm. so I'm thinking it's going to be maybe writing this week but maybe it's a combination pack don't bookend a, a good movie with terrible beginning and end mm. so double whammy that's it All right. I really wanted to love Demeter still liked it okay yeah it's okay Yeah, it should have been better it could have been better more Toby yeah, I don't know if that would have done it, but maybe. Hashtag Team Toby. I know you love Toby. Especially when he died. <laughs> His death was, it was pretty satisfying. chef's kiss. <laughs> if you're going to be a vampire and you're going to kill children, you're going to get a high marks. And dogs. Don't forget the dogs. Yeah, Man. you're going to have high marks from me. That's what I'm saying. I'm always impressed when that people kill kids in movies because it's and literally dogs. one and dogs. Like if you you kill that's, a kid, that's the, that's the two things you're not supposed to. You're not do supposed to do, but if you're yeah. gonna kill dogs and kids, then I got a lot of respect for you. Exactly. Mm. But otherwise, nobody was safe except for the black guy. Ironically, yeah. <laughs> Which is good. It's usually the first ones to die. Yeah, that is kind of what happens. Well, we watched a movie about that earlier. I'm sure, you mm. did. Well, that's enough raging. All right then. Uh, my rage this week is, uh, I'm not even sure what it is. It's either the last voyage of the Demeter being the only major release this weekend and nobody went to it, which I don't understand because it's all that came out. Mm -hmm. Or maybe my rage is the fact that it's the only thing that came out this week. And last week, like five movies came out that we went to. And this coming week, and this we coming have six week, movies. there's like six movies coming out. So can we not like space these things out? We could have gone to four movies a week. They just would have. Yeah, or even just three a week. Three a week. If they if they just went through the whole year and just spaced everything properly, we yes. could we could see all of the movies. I mean, 
I blasted the Demeter of the fact that they actually got this slot where for some reason nobody else released a movie should have been gold for them, but apparently yeah, but it wasn't. You know, people are bad still marketing. seeing Barbie. You know what? Maybe maybe my uh, maybe my rage is bad marketing because I don't think we've raged about that yet. Yeah, I mean, we've raged about trailers, but not marketing. Although you know what, the trailer was good. Yeah, the trailer was, was good. Yeah, I made mean, me want to see the movie. It did. So I don't know. So that's not it. It, no, that's it's not time it. slots. But yeah, no, it's more. It's I think it's most of all release dates. Release dates, and come on, people, why, why why are you going to Barbie when there's a for the seventeenth time when there's a new new vampire movie? That's right. It's gonna suck. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So this is a question I have. Like, I wonder how that's decided. Like, is it like at the beginning of the year they go, "I'm picking this date, no matter what's happening, and that's when my movie's coming out." That's one thing I've never really looked at. I think really there's something at. to that, yeah. Right? Because I mean, they usually kind of, you know, they feel out the waters and they know what's, you know. But who's guess, their competition, like, yeah. going toe-to-toe? Well, to toe. And, and literally there have been movies where they've announced a release date and then then some bigger film that's going to be a total block announces it the release date on the same day and they go, oh, crap. They, and they, and they, they push move it back. It, they, they push, push it either back, back yeah. or yeah. forward. Or, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, why? Mm-hmm. You know what? Maybe the six movies that are coming out this weekend thought, yeah, by then all well, the yeah, other how stuff. How many of those are blockbusters? Like, well, none of them. Th- the rest are all independent films. Yeah, I guess there's only actually two that are. No, like, but the ones wide. that are still oh, yeah, playing. I guess maybe that one. There's, is, there's yeah. still a lot playing, like um, Mission Impossible well, yeah, still playing, Barbie's still playing, Oppenheimer's still playing. As you pointed out earlier, the Meg's still come playing. Out this week, so yeah, it, there's already old news. Yeah. According for, to you guys. When did we see the Meg? I already forgot about it. Weeks ago. No, you just said the Meg. The Meg, was that, the Meg was that week of five movies that you guys had. Yeah, it was a big week. And I think it was the worst of all the movies we saw. All right, let's move on. Yeah. Rage. Subsiding. Pulse. Slowing. Anger fading. Oh, the lists. Uh, go to our website, filmrageyyc.com, and check out the page called The Lists. This is our segment where we talk about one of our four lists, either mesmerizing, repulsive, doubted, or undoubted. And we have been slowly but surely taking our mesmerized list and punting people. So we had been charged by the Murr last week to see Justin Long versus Peter Stormare in Happy Campers. Now, Murray, you already know what we predicted for this, and you were pretty damn accurate, because this movie was ranked. terrible. I assumed it was a comedy, and I assumed it was like 15, it's, 20 years ago. It's not it's, even you would have found there's, anything redeeming. There's story, no, the story, I do. there is no story here. Like, was there any story? No, it was very, it was very strange. There were a lot of quick cuts, and... Have you ever seen so many Dutch angles in a comedy where, like, what the hell are you even doing it for? You and it was Dutch just, angles. It was so stupid, though. <laughs> Everything was, like, crooked. And it's like, what are they doing? I think they were stoned when they were filming. Maybe that's it. Whoever edited this is, like, the word, like, should never work ever again. But it's, it's not just the editing. It was because oh, it was no, really, just, there also, was no story. No it was, story. 
just like any, zero story. Anytime anybody uttered a word, it was just awful. It was just oh man, it, this was so freaking awful. Yeah, but but it's still we had to, it's yeah. st- no but it but the, we had two mesmerizing yeah, actors in it. The only movie I could find with Justin Long. That's, yeah, well, that's, you know what? You um, so here's my here's my take on it, right. and you can agree or disagree. Now we know we don't have to. We're so honest all the time. We are. It's been proven. I'm going to say Justin Long was the best actor of all the people that were teenagers. Would you agree? I would 100% agree. Okay. But he did not stand two seconds by Stormare in this. I thought Stormare just took him right out. And I thought Justin Long was so much better than Stormare. Stormare was just annoying. He He was over the top wackadoo. He was trying. I thought he did a great job of it. He did nothing for me in this. Wow, this sucks. Yeah, it means we got to keep them both. Yeah, I've. Well, yeah, there's I've. Nothing left for honestly, Justin Long to be in. So I'm. I'm like so confused. I don't know how I agreed to Justin Long being <laughs> mesmerizing in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was I, off Tusk because he was so freaking good in that. It was a, probably off Tusk, and when he was in that movie earlier, that horror movie that we He's saw. He's been recently. in so many good movies. Oh yeah, the, the yeah with the, underground. Barbarian or whatever. Yeah, barbarian. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And he was really quite. He was good mesmerizing. In it. Yeah, he he's really mesmerizing was. in most things. But was he was he more mesmerizing than uh, Stormare? No, I don't think so. Buddy, did uh, uh, Skarsgård? Weren't they both in that? Yes. Yeah. Was he? I don't know. I don't Maybe think so. Yeah. Maybe not. I. You know I'm what? Confused now. You can't. We can't go back because we have to add Skarsgård on as a mesmerizer. Good on you, Justin Long, because you got on the list through smoke and mirrors. <laughs> I don't know how the hell it happened. Well, you could have taken him off right now. I love you, and every time you're on screen, you make me smile. Even that's when, what it no was. Matter what, and maybe that's all it was. That's that's what it I was. I think I was feeling awfully generous that day. Well, <clears throat> the see the pro like we could we could totally get him off right now because I th- I th- I'm pretty positive that I put forward Skarsgård. As mesmerizing, because every single thing he's in, he's yeah, brilliant. Yeah, but I don't think I don't agree. Well, and I don't think Murray agrees, because Murray thinks he's like Star third Bear? down on the Skarsgård list. Oh, no, yeah, I no, thought no, you no. love all things Skarsgård. He does, but of all the Skarsgårds, yeah, he's the third. you're talking about my third or fourth fi- mo- Yeah, favorite. in my opinion, he's the number one Skarsgård by no, far. Nobody's better than Papa. Oh, Anyways. Papa's like number Papa's Papa awesome. used to be really good, he's but awesome. lately... I've then he makes Marvel like, movies, yeah. so that's kind of pushed him He was a minor character. All right. Well, apparently Justin Long is going to stay on forever. Uh, he's Bryce's still making weirdness. movies. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, by the time he makes a, a one that's decent enough, there won't be no one left on this list to actually compare him to. Maybe. Because you keep knocking people off. That yeah, was such an awful movie. Though. We've got some people that are dead, so there's going to be people. And we've got Mesmerized for Life, so. Yes. Okay, oh, no, so. I've got like a dozen people here that have no no matches at all. All right. Well, before you go into that, mm-hmm. I am proposing, because we talk about it every time. We've seen 17 movies of his in the last year, and every single time he's in a movie, he's mesmerizing. All right. Yeah, I know who you're going to say. Yes, of course you know who I'm going to say. Is he Death or is Melchian. he not? Yeah. Is Das Melchian uh, mesmerizing or not? Like, to me, every single... That's the polka dot man. Every oh. single movie he's in, he steals the screen from anybody. And for him to steal from Peacemaker, mm-hmm. like, because you know my love of him. Yeah. yeah and yeah, yeah. He even he's he's even in 
the movie that you didn't love, but I thought was the best of all, <laughs> was he was as the polka dot man. He oh, he man. was brilliant. He was, like the, was there's nothing he's in that he's not more mesmerizing than everybody else on the screen. I I'm fine with that. How, how Mer? Uh, yeah, but I guarantee he's gonna be knocked off right away. Oh really? Oh, really? Was he with Viola Davis? Yes, he was. Oh, this good. Well, as now the, as the polka dot man. Oh, and they both have about the same now we have to rewatch it. Just saying, <laughs> if you want to go there, we can go there. It's going there. Ooh, because yeah, if she's in it long enough. That's probably like her worst role. This is his yes. best. This and, is the best chance for his, Viola Davis him, to him take at her his out. best and her at, at her, her worst. worst. Still going to be a tight race. Yep. That's crazy. Although it has to be unanimous, so yes. Murray's—we already know before even rewatching it—he's going to say Viola Davis is worst because that's course. just what he thinks. So it's just us two honest man. people. Yeah. He's the best thing in the movie. Yeah, I, the, yeah, the, the 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 baggage that Murray comes into these with. <laughs> <laughs> so says the filters. The filters. So says Mr. Greatest Actor of Our Generation. <laughs> Don't hey, even, I'm always don't, honest don't about every performance. There. I'm honest about don't every movie. You're not there. always honest no, about I am always honest. You are heavily biased in I didn't. I, he was... No. Yeah, you are. He, he was in a bad movie just recently. That, uh, but you thought he was good in it, and he was not good in oh, it. Oh, yeah, he was good in it. No, like in that shoe Robert, one? Robert Rodriguez movie. Oh, that, but the shoe one? He oh, was the not shoe good. one, he was fantastic. Well, the last one we saw, that the horror movie, what the hell was that? What horror movie? The horror movie. You're talking about the polka dot guy, right? No, no, we're no, talking about we're Ben talking Affleck. About Ben Affleck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're the one that threw Ben Affleck out of well, the water. Because he was attacking me. I wasn't attacking he anybody. Was just, he was just stating something that Is, seemed. That's true. There we go. All right. So, what are we seeing next week? Oh, you want me back to me again? Back to you. All right. Well, I got one here. Our list is getting really small, by the way. I guess I nice. have to do it at some point. Nice. Um, you could do, do a repulsive off to force us to watch Sarah Jessica Parker with somebody. <laughs> I want to submit anybody to that. that <laughs> Is Sarah Jessica Parker I, and Julia then, Roberts Then together? I have to do it. <laughs> um, okay, well, I got one. I think Bill Murray is still around. All right. So I got uh, Hyde Park on Hudson with Bill Murray and Olivia Coleman. Mm. I don't know how much they're in it, but that's the only thing I can find with her too. So. Nice. I love those two actors. That's why they're mesmerizing. All right. So that's going to be a good one. I'm looking forward to it. I remember seeing this, by the way, in cinemas. So I don't. If I can find it. I might watch it. <laughs> nice. Awesome. Well, we have that to look forward to to next week. I think that's it. Unless somebody has anybody else. I'd just like to repeat that Stormare was awful in that movie. No way. He was good. No, he wasn't. He was better than Justin Long. No, he oh, wasn't. Believe me, I have other movies. Justin Long was in. the only character in the whole thing that was even likable, too. But That's the point. But that's, that's you know, I Stormare just, he just, I, I, I didn't buy it. I didn't think it was like. Well, the no. movie was so bad. It was awful. And I think he, I he, think was, he did good. I he, he showed up. He's like, really? This is, okay, well, I guess I'm getting a paycheck. Getting a paycheck. So. That's right. Sometimes do it just for the <laughs> well, paycheck. Long was giving it his all because, you know, he was wet trying, many years. He was, was very wet. He had a smaller paycheck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He had a much smaller paycheck, yeah. Anyways, let's move on. Nice.
Last week on Rage or Dare, Jim was left with no option as he had to choose Casey, where he pulled George Clooney's one and only attempt to play a superhero in the 1997 film Batman and Robin from my bag of evil remakes. <laughs> this week, Bryce and Jim can choose to wait. What's that? Hmm? They also have no choice. That's right. It's time to Casey. <laughs> now let's check in with Jim and find out if after the overdose of poorly fleshed out villains, Schwarzenegger's endless stream of cold related puns and a half-hearted attempt to expand the bat fam. Was there actually any time left to fully appreciate Clooney's perky and pointy bat nipples? You know, that is why Superman works alone, right? <laughs> Good one. Oh my Casey. So, as if almost on cue, the music gets louder. And here's some great Mr. Freeze quotes to get you all in the mood. The Iceman cometh. I'm called to your pleas of mercy. Everything freezes. I'm, my voice is going to be destroyed by yeah, the time I get to the end of this. Through. Everything freezes. <laughs> you're not sending me to the cooler. What killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age, as they happen to be in a dinosaur museum. I was hoping you'd drop in. Freeze well. Stay cool, bird boy. I hate when people talk during movies, which I also hate. All right, everybody chill. <laughs> Are you done? Hand over the diamond, garden girl, or I'll turn you into mulch. Cool party. <laughs> Always winterize your pipes. <laughs> Chill to perfection. Adam and Evil. <laughs> Let's kick some ice. <coughs> How does he talk like that? Today's forecast is freeze is coming. <laughs> Take two of these and call me in the morning. <laughs> yeah. In true Canadian fashion. I love how Batman and Robin have skates in their bat boots. Yeah. Like, how did they even know? But you know what? <coughs> it doesn't matter. The Canadiana that was in this movie was very joyful. Nothing in this movie makes any sense as far as physics, biology, chemistry. In fact, all the science. Gravity. Wait. No, sorry. All the laws of science as well. The acting by every single person in this film is so outlandishly over the top and comic booky like wink mm. by that i mean terrible and pathetic mm. this episode in the franchise is by far the most comic booky and like the original tv series which i absolutely love by the way <clears throat> the only thing missing and this was pow or zap or kaplow although they did have all the music notes of that. So they, it's like they didn't say the pow and kapow and zowie, but they had the music notes. So pow and peer and bow and peer. Mm. Yeah. Every single scene is technically more stupid than the scene before it. And they don't waste any time building all that stupid plot, like stupid Marvel movies, where blah, 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 stupid origin stuff. This gets right to the corny, idiotic villains doing yeah. what they do best. Overact, say ridiculous dialogue, and get to business doing villain stuff. 
Speaking of acting, the worst of all the Batman that have ever been Batman, George Clooney, <clears throat> is out-acted by a supermodel. What does that say about your talent or lack thereof? That's all I want to say, George Clooney. This is so jam-packed with villains and superheroes, you never have to wait too long for something super to happen. But <clears throat> with so many characters, the characters are spread, I want to say paper thin, but instead I'm going to say thin as ice. You know, mm. icy thin. Mm. But we got sweet bat nipples, hot latex, bat bombs, the Warriors movie ripoff motorcycle race scene. There is so much camp and over-the-top stupidity in this. I had fun watching this again because of how bad it was. This movie is a complete rage because it is literally the worst of any superhero movie of all time. But the experience I had watching it with the Mer was a complete motto. That's right. And there's so there's like just so much in this to unpack. Like it would just take hours to do. But I'm just going to say what really I think tells the whole story is we're watching the movie and it's kind of the first time that Poison Ivy has to make her appearance on the grand stage. And so they make a special point of showing her getting there in a limousine <laughs> driven by Bane. She puts and she wig. puts on a wig and she has this super hot outfit on. And then when they see her arrive in the in the event, she's wearing her frumpy frumpy clothes. Her, her frumpy clothes and, and her no glasses wig. and her no wig. And I'm just like, and Marie, Marie goes, What's going on here? What happened to the wig? I'm like, this is the first time you're noticing this? Every single scene in the movie was like that. It was the most ridiculous thing I'd ever seen. It was so outlandishly stupid. And, you know, they were... Maria talked about this earlier in the podcast. They're in space. And they they're in space, They yeah. decide to ride surfboards now, I, I don't even get down the, to Earth. Yeah, the other thing is, they're in a museum to steal the diamonds. And he has his getaway car and a rocket ship. Already yep. there. Underneath the museum. Then they just blast off through the roof and they go up into the atmosphere. <laughs> I'm like, what? where are you going with that? You're not going into space. It's just like <laughs> every single thing in this made absolutely no sense. Oh. Sounds good. I thought Batman Forever was bad. <laughs> yeah, this Yeah, this is this is this is definitely a comic book movie. Like oh, I think totally. I think if I was five and I watched this, oh, I yeah, might have thought sure. it was the most awesome thing ever done. Because it, I, it didn't colorful. have to make sense. It was very colorful. Yeah. There's a lot of color. I also noticed something else for the first time. What's that? Isha Silverstone's character. She steals the motorbike, goes to where the gang is to do the street race. She puts on her helmet, which has whatever logo on it. Yeah. <clears throat> and then when she's racing, all of a sudden there's this huge like mane of hair going all the way down to uh, down her back. Like that wasn't on the helmet when she put it on. Of course not. Oh no, where the and then, when she and then when she crashed, he wasn't there again. But this really started a string of Alicia Silverstone movies, which made oh, her yeah. completely repulsive. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. Why she, she was, is? She was. She's always been repulsive. She's, I don't know what she was on before a terrible, this. But, terrible actress. Yeah. True. Yeah. Absolutely. Which maybe Murray for next week you can find a really good Alicia Silverstone good movie one. that we can have with another repulsive actor. Babysitter. I'm looking forward one. to this. That one was great. All right, so we got to go Casey this week, my little rage boy. Hey, went that <clears throat> no, we. It's us. Oh, it's we. All right, mister. Stick your fingers in my bag. Well, Casey's bag. In his hole. Yep. It's a giant hole, actually. 
I almost grabbed one, but now I've gone to another one, and I'm going to grab it instead. Nice. This could be winner, winner. It's from 2013. So far, so good. I'd be able to find it. Oh, it's it's not that bad, is it? I don't know. Remember when you had to watch that Indiana Jones movie? It's uh, (laughs) The Lone Ranger. Oh, oh God! God. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that was terrible. Is it? You mean where where the white guy plays a Native American? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's going to be a little culturally insensitive. It but. probably will be. And mm. I grew up with the Lone Ranger, so yeah, this I think is going to be terrible. I'm almost certain of it. All right. Uh, let's not forget the wonderful acting skills of Mr. Army Hammer. <laughs> oh yeah, this is going to have so much. <laughs> It's the Lone Ranger. Enjoy. It's Army Hammer. Hi <coughs> Ho Silver. Away. Hi Ho Silver. Yeah. I, I'm not touching that one with a 10 foot pole. Yeah. An Army Hammer pole, I might Army add. Hammer pole. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, good times. Good times. We almost stretched this out to a whole hour. Almost. Yeah, I don't know. Quite. I Let's don't keep it going. how you did that. Yeah. It's great. It's not. Thanks, Rangers, for listening. Thanks, Extended Film Rage family, who you can find in our show notes. Thanks to Casey, the nerdy photographer, the god of rage, for the voice of Rager Dare. Find us on social media everywhere at Film Rage YYC. Check out everything Film Rage at FilmRageYYC.com, including our merch site for Redbubble and TeePublic. We are always wanting to make this a raging blast for all listeners, so please comment, like, and subscribe, and send us emails to FilmRageCalgary at gmail.com. Dare see terrible movies to fuel our rage, but no matter what you do, please, 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 please make us rage. That's it for this week. Rage on. Rage on. <laughs>